鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎您来到轻松调频美文阅读 ，More to Read， 我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文学英语。今天让我们一起来听美国著名电视记者戴维·布林克利的一句话，中国现代主义诗人穆旦的一首诗歌《童年》（Childhood）。最后，让我们一起来读一下由哥伦比亚作家加西亚·马尔克斯创作的代表作品——长篇小说《百年孤独》当中的节选片段。More to read. 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote. 一个成功者懂得将别人投掷过来的石头当做砖块，来建造牢固的地基。戴维·布林克利。戴维·布林克利是美国著名的电视记者和主持人。他于1920年出生于北卡罗来纳州， 2 0 0 3年去世。在五兄妹中，他排行第五，八岁丧父，从小比较孤独，看书成为他唯一的精神寄托。1939年至1941年，布林克利作为特殊学生，在北卡罗来纳大学攻读英语。二次大战期间，在陆军后勤部队服役。在此期间，他也是北卡罗来纳州威尔明顿明星新闻报的记者。1941至1943年，他在合众社当记者； 1 9 4 3至1951年，任美国全国广播公司电视台的新闻撰稿人和广播员； 1951年至1981年，他是美国全国广播公司驻华盛顿记者。从1981年起，直到他1997年退休，布林克利一直在美国广播公司担任《This Week》本周节目的主持人。A successful person is one who can lay a firm foundation with the bricks that others throw at him or her. David Brinkley. 一个成功者懂得将别人投掷过来的石头当做砖块来建造牢固的地基。戴维·布林克利。
伸向无尽远。色彩缤纷，真意的浓香铺散。于是有笨诚的旅人以手脚，贪婪的抚摸这恶毒的花朵。他的鲜血在每一步上滴落，他青涩的心，浸浸辛辣的汁液，抚教着。也许要酿成一盅古旧的醇酒，一饮而丧失了本真。也许他终于像一匹老迈的战马，披戴无数的伤痕，木然嘶鸣。而此刻，我停住在一页历史上，摸索自己未经世故的足迹。在荒莽的年代，当人类还是一群淡淡的、从远方投来的影，朦胧可爱，投在我心上。天与天晴，一切是广阔无边，一切。都开始滋生，互相交融。无数荒诞的野兽游行云雾里，那时候云雾盘旋在地上，矫健而自由，嬉戏的涌进了，从地心里不断涌出来的火热的熔岩，蕴藏着多少野力，多少跳动着的雏形的山川。这就是美丽的化石。而今，那野兽绝迹了，火山口晶石日折磨也冷和了，空留下暗黄的一页，等待十年前的友人和我讲说。灯下，有谁听见在周身起伏的那痛苦的人世的喧声？被冲击在今夜的余落里，而我望着等待我的蔷薇花露，沉默。Childhood, Mudan, Fall Night, in the lamplight, I read a page from history. Outside the window is the moon tonight, and the world tonight. A rosy road stretches into the endless distance, so colourful, a rare, strange, sweet smell diffusing, and then, a traveller with his hands or feet, greedily touches these poisonous flowers. He is bleeding with each passing step. His blackened heart dips into the hot liquid, fermenting. Maybe it brews into a cup of ancient wine. A mere drink of it will lose the innocence. Maybe, at last, he behaves like an old horse, covered with cuts and bruises, neighing. And now I stop, and stay at a page of history, searching through my inexperienced steps, in a wild, ancient year, when human beings, 
cast a bunch of thin figures from afar, hazy and lovely, onto my heart. Shine or rain, all is so broad and boundless, all stars growing and blending, numerous strange animals moving through clouds. At that time, clouds lingered near the ground, graceful and free, playfully swimming into blazing lava which surges up from the center of the earth, which encloses a great amount of wild power and a great amount of bounding mountains. This is the remarkable fossil. Till today, the animals become extinct. The crater is frozen through the ages and only a fading page survived, awaiting a friend of mine to comment. Under the lamplight, whoever can hear the painful outcries of a struggling man, and I washed away into a corner tonight. Look forward for my rosy road, speechless.我们刚刚听到的这首诗歌《童年》，中文版本由南海之声的主持人周薇为您朗读，英文版本由Mark 穆旦是现代主义诗人、翻译家，一九四零年在西南联大毕业后留校任教，一九四九年赴美国留学，入芝加哥大学英国文学系学习，一九五二年获文学学士学位，一九五三年回国后任南开大学外文系副教授。穆
，独具意味的隐喻着人类文明史的建立、发展与终结，在荒凉失落与荒唐可笑中诠释宿命式的轮回。那么，在今天的节目中呢，我就为大家选读《百年孤独》当中的节选片段，中文版本由轻松调频的主持人念希为您朗读。One hundred years of solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. 百年孤独，加西亚·马尔克斯。Many years later, as he faced the firing squad, Colonel Aureliano Buendia was to remember that distant afternoon when his father took him to discover ice. At that time, Macondo was a village of twenty adobe houses, built on the bank of a river of clear water that ran along a bed of polished stones. Which were white and enormous, like prehistoric eggs. 多年以后，奥雷连诺上校站在行刑队面前，总会想起父亲带他去参观冰块的那个遥远的下午。当时，马孔多是个二十户人家的村庄，一座座土房都盖在河岸上，河水清澈，沿着遍布石头的河床流去。河里的石头光滑洁白，活像史前的巨蛋。The world was so recent that many things lacked names, and in order to indicate them, it was necessary to point. Every year during the month of March, a family of ragged gypsies would set up their tents near the village, and with a great uproar of pipes and kettle drums, they would display new inventions. First. They brought the magnet, a heavy gypsy with an untamed beard and sparrow hands, who introduced himself as Melchiades, put on a bold public demonstration of what he himself called the eighth wonder of the learned alchemists of Macedonia. This plot of land was still newly 衣衫褴褛的吉普赛人都要在村边搭起帐篷，在低谷的喧嚣声中，向马孔多的居民介绍科学家的最新发明。他们首先带来的是磁铁。一个身躯高大的吉普赛人，自称梅尔加德斯，满脸络腮胡子，手指瘦得像鸟的爪子。向观众出色地表演了他所谓的马其顿炼金术士创造的世界第八奇迹。He went from house to house, dragging two metal ingots, and everybody was amazed to see pots, pans, tongs, and braziers tumble down from their places, and beams creak from the desperation of nails and screws trying to emerge. And even objects that had been lost for a long time appeared from where they had been searched for most, and went dragging along in turbulent confusion behind Melchiades's magical irons. He 手里拿着两大块磁铁，从一座农舍走到另一座农舍，大家都惊异的看见，铁锅、铁盆、铁钳、铁炉都从原地倒下。木板上的钉子和螺丝嘎吱嘎吱的拼命想挣脱出来，甚至那些早就丢失的东西也从找过多次的地方兀然出现，乱七八糟的跟在梅尔加德斯的磨铁后面。Things have a life of their own, 
the gypsy proclaimed with a harsh accent. It's simply a matter of waking up their souls. Jose Arcadio Buendia, whose unbridled imagination always went beyond the genius of nature and even beyond miracles and magic, thought that it would be possible to make use of that useless invention to extract gold from the bowels of the earth. 东西也是有生命的，吉普赛人用刺耳的声调说：“只需要唤起他们的灵性。”霍阿布恩蒂亚狂热的想象力经常超过大自然的创造力，甚至越过奇迹和魔力的限度。他认为这种暂时无用的科学发明可以用来开采地下的金子。Melchiades, who was an honest man, warned him, "It won't work for that." But Jose Arcadio Buendia at that time did not believe in the honesty of gypsies. So he traded his mule and a pair of goats for the two magnetized ingots. Asula Iguaran, his wife, who relied on those animals to increase their poor domestic holdings, was unable to dissuade him. Very soon, we'll have gold enough and more to pave the floors of the house. Her husband replied. Mayor Jadas is a honest man. He told her that using iron nails is not possible. 可是霍阿布恩蒂亚当时还不相信吉普赛人的诚实，因此用自己的一匹骡子和两只山羊换下了两块磁铁。这些家畜是他的妻子打算用来振兴破败的家业的，他试图阻止他，但是枉费功夫。咱们很快就会有足够的金子，用来铺家里的地都有余了。丈夫回答他。For several months, he worked hard to demonstrate the truth of his idea. He explored every inch of the region, even the riverbed, dragging the two iron ingots along and reciting Melchiades' incantation aloud. The only thing he succeeded in doing was to unearth a suit of fifteenth-century armor which had all of its pieces soldered together with rust, and inside of which. There was the hollow resonance of an enormous stonefield gourd. 在好几个月里，霍阿布恩蒂亚都顽强地努力履行自己的诺言。他带着两块磁铁，大声地不断念着梅尔加德斯教他的咒语，勘察了周围整个地区的一寸寸土地，甚至河床。但他掘出的唯一的东西，是15世纪的一件铠甲。它的各部分都已锈得连在一起，用手一敲，铠甲里面就发出空洞的回声，仿佛一只塞满石子的大葫芦。In March, the gypsies returned. This time, they brought a telescope and a magnifying glass the size of a drum, which they exhibited as the latest discovery of the Jews of Amsterdam. They placed a gypsy woman at one end of the village and set up the telescope at the entrance to the tent. For the price of five reals, people could look into the telescope and see the gypsy woman an arm's length away. 三月间，吉普赛人又来了。现在他们带来的是一架望远镜和一只大小四股的放大镜，说是阿姆斯特丹犹太人的最新发明。他们把望远镜安在帐篷门口，而让一个吉普赛女人站在村子尽头，花五个里亚尔
，任何人都可从望远镜里看见那个仿佛近在咫尺的吉普赛女人。Science has eliminated distance, Melchiades proclaimed. In a short time, man will be able to see what is happening in any place in the world without leaving his own house. A burning noonday sun brought out a startling demonstration with a gigantic magnifying glass. They put a pile of dry hay in the middle of the street and set it on fire by concentrating the sun's rays. Jose Arcadio Buendia, who had still not been consoled for the failure of big magnets, conceived the idea of using that invention as a weapon of war. Science has. 马上又产生了利用这个发明作为作战武器的念头。Again, Melchiades tried to dissuade him, but he finally accepted the two magnetized ingots and three colonial coins in exchange for the magnifying glass. Asula wept in consternation. That money was from a chest of gold coins that her father had put together over an entire life of privation, and that she had buried underneath her bed in hopes of a proper occasion to make use of it. Jose Arcadio Buendia made no attempt to console her, completely absorbed in his tactical experiments with the abnegation of a scientist, and even at the risk of his own life. Melchiades 又想劝阻他。但他终于同意用两块磁铁和三枚殖民地时期的金币交换放大镜。乌苏娜伤心的流了泪。这些钱是从一盒装金币的盒子里拿出来的。那盒金币由他父亲一生节衣缩食积攒下来。他一直把它埋藏在自个儿床下，想在适当的时刻使用。霍阿布恩蒂亚无心抚慰妻子。他以科学家的忘我精神，甚至冒着生命危险，一头扎进了作战试验。In an attempt to show the effects of the glass on enemy troops, he exposed himself to the concentration of the sun's rays and suffered burns which turned into sores that took a long time to heal. Over the protests of his wife, who was alarmed at such a dangerous invention, at one point he was ready to set the house on fire. He would spend hours on end in his room, calculating the strategic possibilities of his novel weapon, until he succeeded in putting together a manual of startling instructional clarity and an irresistible power of conviction. He sent it to the government, accompanied by numerous descriptions of his experiments and several pages of explanatory sketches. He wants to prove that using a magnifying glass helps. 将阳光的焦点射到自己身上，因此受到灼伤，伤处溃烂，很久都没痊愈。这种危险的发明把他的妻子吓坏了，但他不顾妻子的反对，有一次甚至准备点燃自己的房子。霍阿布恩蒂亚待在自己的房间里，总是一连几个小时
，计算新式武器的战略威力，甚至编写了一份使用这种武器的指南，阐述异常清楚，论据确凿有力。他把这份指南连同许多试验说明和几幅图解，请一个信使送给政府。One hundred years of solitude, by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. Many years later, as he faced the firing squad, Colonel Aureliano Buendia was to remember that distant afternoon when his father took him to discover ice. At that time, Macondo was a village of twenty adobe houses, built on the bank of a river of clear water that ran along a bed of polished stones, which were white and enormous, like prehistoric eggs. The world was so recent that many things lacked names, and in order to indicate them, it was necessary to point. Every year during the month of March. A family of ragged gypsies would set up their tents near the village, and with a great uproar of pipes and kettle drums, they would display new inventions. First, they brought the magnet, a heavy gypsy with an untamed beard and sparrow hands, who introduced himself as Melchiades, put on a bold public demonstration of what he himself called the eighth wonder of the learned alchemists of Macedonia. He went from house to house, dragging two metal ingots, and everybody was amazed to see pots, pans, tongs, and braziers tumble down from their places, and beams creak from the desperation of nails and screws trying to emerge, and even objects that had been lost for a long time appeared from where they had been searched for most, and went dragging along in turbulent confusion behind Melchiades's magical irons. Things have a life of their own," the gypsy proclaimed with a harsh accent. "It's simply a matter of waking up their souls." Jose Arcadio Buendia, whose unbridled imagination always went beyond the genius of nature and even beyond miracles and magic, thought that it would be possible to make use of that useless invention to extract gold from the bowels of the earth. Melchiades. Who was an honest man warned him, "It won't work for that." But Jose Arcadio Buendia, at that time, did not believe in the honesty of gypsies, so he traded his mule and a pair of goats for the two magnetized ingots. Asula Iguaran, his wife, who relied on those animals to increase their poor domestic holdings, was unable to dissuade him. Very soon, we will have gold enough and more to pave the floors of the house," her husband replied. For several months, he worked hard to demonstrate the truth of his idea. He explored every inch of the region, even the riverbed, dragging the two iron ingots along and reciting Melchiades' incantation aloud. The only thing he succeeded in doing was to unearth a suit of fifteenth-century armor, which had all of its pieces soldered together with rust, and inside of which there was the hollow resonance of an enormous stonefield gourd.
感谢您收听今天的美文阅读节目。您也可以通过云听 App 在线实时收听美文阅读以及轻松调频的其他节目。想要查看美文阅读节目文稿，欢迎您访问网站 radio.cgtn.com。今天的节目就到这儿，我是沈听，我们明天见。